everybody, and welcome again to our next episode of There's No Such Thing as a Bad Movie, starring Ray. And Christian, I suppose. Absolutely. The, the most important person in this. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, today we are going to talk about The Black Hole, the uh, film from Disney from 1979, which is as good as I remember it being. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it, but... Okay, well, here. My wife enjoyed it more than I did, but I'm not going to get into that. Okay, first, I'm going to read the synopsis as from IMDb for everyone's viewing pleasure on our visual auditory thing and our auditory medium. Yeah, once holograms come out, this is going to yeah, be yeah, way better. Yeah, you got a lot. You got a lot. It's, it's, this is a future podcast of things yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah, we're, words. Uh, <laughs> a research vessel finds a missing ship commanded by a mysterious scientist on the edge of a black hole. That's it. <laughs> that is all you need, my friend. That is all you need in this because, in my opinion, that's it. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I don't think this movie knows how space works. <laughs> I wish that was the least of their problems. <laughs> um, okay, full disclosure. Oh, please. <laughs> I love how the roles are reversed here with the Hansel and Gretel podcast. <laughs> This, this is satisfying to me. Um, I unabashedly, unironically love the black hole, despite itself. Um, so I, I saw this at the perfect time. I was a child, and I just wanted more Star Wars, and Disney did its level best to give us some Star Wars, but... That it did. Boy, they... The, the, I, I appreciate they swung really hard. Yeah. Man, this had special effects and everything then they bought they brought like a special effects master out of retirement for this for this movie yeah, I, read, like, I read that down, yeah uh yeah uh, this movie actually was a precedented uh level for disney because they actually had to create touchstone pictures for pg features yeah. because that's what this thing was because before that even their g-rated movies were like not something i would want to watch if i was an adult yeah uh, but yes, this is a uh, new ground for Disney, so well done, question mark? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it had, like, real actors, like, uh, the, what's his name, Maximilian something or other? But yeah, uh, he was... Maximilian Shell? Thank you, yeah, that's it. He was a real actor. He was, like, yeah. a, he was a serious uh, guy in this And I, I love every line he delivers. <laughs> like, he, he is on a different echelon. There's some people that have, like, a, a commanding presence or a perfect speaking voice, um, like... What's what's oh geez I can't believe I'm forgetting his name James Earl Jones. <laughs> well, definitely James Earl Jones. I mean, my goodness, <laughs> made Darth Vader who he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a Maximilian Shell. There is Anthony Perkins, which I forgot was in this. Yeah. The guy from Psycho fame. I'm like, wow. And I loved his character. He was I, good yeah. in this. Yeah. There was Fantastic. A, there was a lot of acting happening. Uh, acting. Yes, acting is a word I'm going to use in this. Yeah, there was they, a lot of acting they, happening. Were acting. They were definitely acting in front of things. No, they were, they were acting in empty rooms to oh. cameras at the far end of the room. What the heck is happening here? <laughs> Makes you feel like they're in a black hole. I don't know. Oh man, was that? Who was that? Ernest Borgnine in this movie? Yeah, yeah, he was in the. He's a, he's a name that I still knew. So when I saw his face, I was like, oh hey you! And then he turns out to be weird in the end. Yeah, but, when you watch McHale's Navy and yeah. then you go to this, like, I, I was betrayed by yeah. Booth yeah. in this movie. Oh, my goodness. Wow. wow. How could you do that to children? 
<laughs> um, oh gosh, I I love every part of this movie, and even as it, the, I've just watched it, and the ending still makes no sense. No, it and does I, not. <laughs> and I love how gravity exists outside of a ship in space. Okay, where they don't wear masks or anything, and they're still surviving, climbing, being actionful while so, this is happening. What is no? My brother and I had a real long discussion about this because, so believe it or not, he wanted to make a game out of escaping uh, the sickness. That's cool. And he's like, okay, how how do we explain this gravity thing? Like, there's I don't think space works in this time frame. No, and he's like, it's got to be like a bubble. It doesn't make any. None of it makes sense. It's not not, even the smallest bit. No, it's not very consistent. No, it does not work. No, but. Um, I still love the robots. I still love the quote-unquote plot twist. The robots. Okay, I'm going to stop here and put a pin in this for a second. Because those robots. I remember watching this when I was a kid going, Ooh, this guy looks like he'll gravitate towards this guy. Who is the same as the other characters in the flavorless ball of blah. And I'm like, what? No, you look like a Bugs Bunny character. Why are you disputing? Come on. Johnny McDowell. His best part. There's no humor. There's no. There's no nothing coming out. But the version of this that is humorful, the beat up looking version of Vincent you find later on, has this insultingly hick accent. (laughs) And that's how he talks. That's how he talks. What is happening? They they have the normal Vincent and Trash Can Vincent, and they don't explain Trash Can Vincent very well. He just is. Oh, okay. I'm going to help you. All right. Okay, I please, because there's got okay. to be more to this. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, old Bob was uh, programmed in Houston, which explains his cowboy accent. Okay. And he okay. was heavily abused by the crew of the sickness. And I'm not talking about, like, the human crew. I'm talking about the robot portion of the so crew. So the robot crew realized that this guy is a joke and started beating him up, too. And, and yeah, it really abused him. And, like, they... <laughs> So I remember hearing a story, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but like they made the model of old Bob, and I think it was made out of clay before they committed to making it out of like the the plastics and stuff that they would use for the final film. And uh, the director was like, "No, he's got to be more beat up." So he took a hammer to the clay model to put more dents in there because he he wanted to be like this thing is just clinging to its electronic life. <laughs> um, so they wouldn't let him play any reindeer game, is what you're telling me. No. Oh, poor Bob. Yeah, see? <laughs> and it elicited such sympathy from me as a kid. And, like, the fate of Bob is one of the saddest things I've seen on screen. <sighs> I remember, like, being a child, like, holding back tears for this robot character that really only has, like, ten lines. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to deliver tears for yeah. a, a lifeless character, it's got to be, like, Optimus Prime. Not for old Bob, who, in all reality, I, I was sitting there smashing my head against the <laughs> table watching this, going, what is happening? Well, oh. This whole thing is, like, the whole film is the love child of, of two divergent things. You've got, for the general plot, you've got Star Wars and Star Trek. They had a love child, and Black Hole exists out of that. Uh, yeah, we call it yeah. Unholy Union. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, the character of Vincent to me was, like, if R2 and 3PO it, had a kid. If Data, R2 and 3PO were a thing. Yeah. Like, they had a, a robot three-way and out came that. Yeah. And still, 
less entertaining than all of the other ingredients. <laughs> you know, gosh, this is so. For a Star Wars oh. start, youth. 1979. This is prior to Empire Strikes Back. Okay. This was the right, the yeah, right thing. This definitely was the was a stepping stone. And, and congratulations, Disney, for swinging for the fences on this one because it made a bunch of money. Yeah. It, it, it cost a bunch of money, so they really threw they threw everything at the wall they, in this one. They did their best. They didn't do real great financially. <laughs> <laughs> it made its money back. So go team. So. um that was one of the things growing up, like we had Star Wars figures, and my parents, they didn't have a whole lot of money, and every time a new franchise came out, it was, oh, yeah. you're already collecting Star Wars. Yeah, we're sticking with this, yeah. dumb idiots, we're not yeah. buying this other thing for you. And I was always sad I didn't get black hole figures, but don't worry, uh, fast forward to the future when you have adult disposable income, I have Ooh. a Diamond Select Vincent figure Ooh. gifted to me by my brother, because he bought... The, he bought Vincent by himself, and then uh, he bought Maximilian and Vincent together. And he's like, I don't need two Vincents, Christian. Congratulations. Here's a toy. So I finally realized my childhood dream. I know the, the, the podcast listeners are on the edge of their seat hoping that this would happen. It totally happened. Of course it did. I mean, <laughs> I do want to talk about the best actor in this whole movie, and that's the Maximilian the Robot. Oh, because so it, it said nothing. It said absolutely nothing. And it was the most relatable character in this whole movie <laughs> as to, where am I? Who's this guy talking to me? You know what? Sure. <laughs> and I mean, like, yeah, there's a lot of heavy-handed stuff. Oh, my like... goodness. But, yeah, the dark and brooding, it fit perfect for this movie. They really did a home run with the, these characters. but Oh, the score is so moody. It's yes. really good. Uh, John Barry does the score. He's the one that did a lot of Bond films. And, okay. and I truly love that soundtrack to this day. It was the first use of uh, computer animation was the opening title. For it, was, it, was, it was the first uh, and longest to date, I yeah. think, when it came out, of like the special effects. Of, like, the grid in such yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Which is not complicated. Is, like, I think it's one of the last real films to have an overture. So that was one of the things I remember is watch, they played the overture before the movie. Yeah. And I didn't understand what was happening, like, why, why they weren't showing anything on the screen. But, That's a good point, because yeah. the overture is... I mean, I, I appreciate what they try to convey, but I'm like, okay, I'm watching a visual medium... Why am I enjoying this yeah. auditory explosion? What's happening here? Whatever. <laughs> oh, so the, the female lead, the character of Kate McRae, had to have her haircut because long hair was going to ruin their uh, zero-gravity effects in yeah, the beginning that, of the movie. That's what ruined the zero-gravity effects. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Nailed it, Disney. <laughs> like the design of the Cygnus, you didn't love that? It was like a haunted house in space? It, it was like... A, Cargo ship in space. <laughs> I think you're mispronouncing haunted house in space. <laughs> I'll have to go back and check that out. See? Goodness gracious. Fix it in the editing we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I do appreciate the, like, those, uh, what was it, those, uh, the rocks that were flying out of the black hole towards the sickness? I was just going to ask that you was how you fantastic. felt about that. I, I loved the visuals of it. It is fantastic and staggering how great they are. The meteorite rolling through yeah. the hallway towards the camera is still one of the best special effects shots in movies. It is great. It, it's, it's, it is so great. And it really was cool. in 1979. It still holds up. It yeah. is so great. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, this movie... 
as a whole for me is a nope. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ray. I appreciate that what it was and what it did and the parts of it that are fun. But good lord, it was two hours. <laughs> it's yes, it's this a could whole... definitely use a lot of help from editing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, this movie could have been it, like it seventy hurts. minutes tops, and it would have been too long. <laughs> it hurts my soul, but like this is an old hurt I'm well familiar with because everyone <laughs> I've shown this movie to. I think my brother and I are the only two people in America that love this movie still. Oh goodness gracious! Um, my wife really loved it. I'll give it that. Oh, in, that's the, good. in the uh, full disclosure version, she really enjoyed it. Uh, I was sitting there scratching my head, going, "Why?" <laughs> but yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. She has flawless taste in anything, hence she married me, so there you go. That makes sense. <laughs> you give her a hug for me for loving that movie. Done. I will do exactly that. Are you going to buy it on Blu-ray then? Uh, it's actually streaming for free on Disney+. Plus. I haven't heard. Oh, it's true. <laughs> yes. It's one of those deals where, uh, no. <laughs> so uh, I had a different experience. Oh, tell me. I, uh, made my wife watch it. Like so, this <laughs> your wife watch yeah. it as as my wife was just sitting on the couch and had no like had minimal other options, and she's like, okay. So one of my <laughs> favorite things in life to do is to show people films that I love, and and hopefully generate that same kind of excitement. And oh, you definitely generate excitement. So Allie, uh, when when she has to watch a movie that I suggest, she's always there on the couch with her arms crossed, looking stern. And it, it did not change the entire two hours. I have met Ali. I picture that oh my very goodness. quickly, yes. <laughs> when it was over, I'm like, yeah, eh, eh. And she's like, she's like yeah, that, eh. was, that was terrible. <laughs> and I was so sad. It's fantastic. I was really hoping you were going to like it. Like, it's like one of those films that hardly anyone just remembers and... Except for the Facebook group that I'm a part of, uh, I'll make a suggestion. Uh, okay, all right, please. You want to plug the uh, Facebook group? <laughs> well, one one of the things I really do appreciate about the movie, in an unironic sense, is the design of the film. There's a lot of stuff in there that just really looks otherworldly or cool, like the the design of the of the faceless dudes with the mirror mask on. I just, oh yeah, those were fun. It's real simple, but it's cool. I love the design of the sickness. It's a creepy looking ship. The Palomino is a very realistic-looking spacecraft to me. It it did look like a very tangible thing, yes. Like those that weird like sun thing that they've got just off of the bridge. There's this. It's plugged into a bunch of bits and bobs. The the computer screens that it's like a thousand uh, lights. It looks kind of like they're they're just standing in front of stained glass. Yeah, so they're staring at light brights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, high. High, highfalutin like prints. Yeah, so they're like, ooh, this one blinks. Look at it blink. That one's still blinking. Blinky, blinky, blink. Uh, the the actual design of the black hole itself, the accretion disk, like that, that visual there to me was like one of the most exciting things. I don't. It was pretty cool. The concept of a black hole is frightening. Yes. The idea that they're talking about, you know, what could be the end of the universe. Yeah. You know, swallowing everything. Uh, it, as a kid, that blew my mind. It yeah. was the first real exposure to that idea. Gotcha. And well, super exciting. I think what turned me off of this movie, the real opportunity in this movie, if you will, uh, 
I'm sitting there watching it, and okay, uh, spoiler alert, if anyone hasn't seen it, again, stop. <laughs> if you have seen it and you don't care to see it, just keep plowing on with us. Fantastic. Uh, the lady in the movie, help me. What's her name? Uh, Kate McCray. Thank you. So, Miss McCray has a dad that we re- we recognize she lost on a mission prior. Yep. Well, okay. Yeah. So, we go, and eventually we realize that these robots are sentient ex-humans. Yep. Her father was not one of them. That what? seemed to me to be perfect. To be the, I thought that's where the storyline was going. And no. It's like, we've got this Douglas out there and yoink! I'm like, yeah, no, what so, are you doing? Stupid Disney. <laughs> so uh, that's one of the things that old Bob helps clear up for the audience. Uh, oh. Kate, Kate McRae's father was killed in the revolt against... Oh, they actually cleared that up? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, my brain must have shut off by that point. <laughs> yeah. It must have been like, oh, this hick is talking to me again. <laughs> so it's when he says that, the the thing about, or, or it's close to the line where he talks about how <coughs> human life means nothing to the captain of the sickness. Mm-hmm. You know? And, Except his own life, where he demands that the robots, <laughs> Yeah. And the robots are like, what? Who are you? <laughs> well, I do like the poetry, how, like, he's basically taken away all of their humanity. They're only programmed or, or ruined to the point where they're only doing very simple tasks. And, like, they're they're within arm's reach of this guy, and they will not turn around and help him. Yeah, they're definitely within a stone's throw. Uh, Although this room is fantastically large. It's like half the size of Allentown. Yeah. I'm like, why is it so large? <laughs> I think it takes up literally half the ship. That's why the ship is so big. Because it needed to fit his ego inside. Oh, that's right. His ego and his beard. Oh, what a, <laughs> it's a glorious beard. That is a fantastic beard. <laughs> and I love, like, uh, oh, gosh, uh, Anthony Perkins' character. I'm blanking on the name. Yeah, Anthony Perkins. That's why I stuck, kept calling him the whole movie. Um, but, yeah. Like, he's defending this guy, constantly talking about how he's a He's a genius. That Fantastic, be, smarty pants. Absolutely weird, and so they have this connection. He's like the Sheldon Cooper of space, and and then like <laughs> he gets bequeathed the notes that this guy has taken, all the calculations that will help uh, duplicate the technology that he's built. That that's why that, he's not sucked into the black hole. Yeah, hence the 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 the, 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 the catalyst of the story, as it were. But then, when the great demise happens, and, and Anthony Perkins gets straight up murder oh, he tries to defend himself with those with notes. The notes and I mean I know it's heavy handed but I, uh, I still appreciate that story beat I thought that was really well done yeah I appreciate Anthony Perkins still getting work uh, yeah. especially in a non-horror movie aspect I appreciated that good for him he was all the actors were okay in this uh, but all in all no I'm gonna say no I'm not gonna buy it <laughs> so he, he was uh, his death was spoiled by the trailer if I remember like I don't know if it was the actual theatrical trailer or what they showed on HBO to advertise a film when we saw it a second okay. time but I, I, even as kids I was like weird that they would show something that was so pivotal to a story a character getting ganked just yeah just flat out murdered yeah it's like wow like like bored through the center of him I'm like wow yeah. what what <laughs> like this movie just turned <laughs> ooh, and ooh. I, I did appreciate the more adult themes like again I saw this as a kid so like I didn't know any better but you know that that death was pretty traumatic it, it was it was 
extreme for the time, absolutely. And what happened to Reinhardt at the end of the movie even Ooh, doesn't yeah. make any sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, I appreciate at the end of it, they weren't able to just, ooh, we're done with the black hole, fly away. The, the only option was to go through it. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, at the end of it, they transcend, I guess, the movie. <laughs> so it's interesting like right before it gets to the really trippy aspects of the finale of the movie really they, trippy aspects is in quotes because it is nothing but trippy they focus on uh, I think it's Kate McRae's eyes so <laughs> I think what you're seeing as it as it like swivels and, and closes in on her pupil is like you're seeing the mind's eye play out like this is the theater of the mind Right. None of this is real, but it's the symbolism of things that are happening. Okay, I'm on board. All right, fine. And listen, <laughs> the director yeah. didn't know what was happening at the end of the movie he made. I a thousand percent believe that. Yeah. Like, because I don't know what's happening at the end of the movie he made. And I, I do get frustrated at, like, open for interpretation endings. Yeah, I can I, see that. I feel like I can't help but, the, like, it's the conspiracy mind that I have that, Oh, you just couldn't think of the ending of the movie. And so you're like, I'll just twirl it and leave. <laughs> Let's make the audience do it. They'll twirl their handlebar mustache like the villain, yeah. <laughs> um, but for some reason, Black Hole gets a pass. Oh, God. Even though that you have to you have to interpret the ending for yourself. Yeah, it, it was definitely a movie. Uh, yeah. I watched it. Uh, it had frames and everything. Yeah, it had actors and uh, costumes and the whole nine. Uh, Maximilian is the best thing of this entire movie. Uh, you don't like the Kaiser? Be the best actor in this whole movie said nothing. <laughs> he just stood there imposing, and I'm like, perfect. But yeah, that's that's my final thought on it. Um, I'm glad I watched it, but I won't watch it again. <laughs> oh, no. oh, it hurts. Oh. <laughs> don't worry, everyone. I will watch it for everyone. There you go. I'll let you enjoy it for me. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so okay. Now I'm excited about my final thoughts. While this isn't like in my top ten, it is very top ten adjacent to me. Okay. I do love this movie unabashedly, <laughs> and it was an influence for the Black Hole Force comic book I did. Ooh. The whole design of the black hole, and I was fascinated by black holes as a kid. Um, which led to the Black Ops Force role-playing game, which we still play, like, every Monday. We, my wife and I get together and play it. Every Sunday we get together with friends and play it. We've been playing it since 1987. What? Yeah. That's cool. And so the Black Hole means a lot to me. I, I love the characters. I love the designs. The ending makes no sense, but that's okay. Um, everyone should see it once and make their own opinion, but I'm afraid... Uh, well, statistically well you're right the ending does make no sense yeah. and uh but hey I, I appreciate your thoughts and, and I make no sense so <laughs> same spot okay well uh, thank you guys for coming along with us on this journey of the uh, black hole uh yeah uh we'll see you guys next time bye <laughs>